0: You are listening to Nick, the IT Guy, a blog that covers anything from technology, XRP, cryptocurrencies, Yi nation, bowling, pretty much a vlog of my life and anything I want to talk about. Thank you for tuning in. This is Nick, the IT Guy. This is a sponsored segment for Nick, the IT guy. This is your carnivore update. Hey, y'all. Thanks for coming back. Um, carnivore. So I've been doing it for almost over a month now. Um, I mean, I have had some, like, two days I like totally went off the rails because of either I didn't prepare or um, it was like a birthday party and I just caved in because it was that pizza place. But I have noticed though, when I do have those times, the next day, oh, my body does not like me in the bathroom. So. Kind of shows me there like how much better eating carnivore is. Go to the bathroom's pleasant, it's not like a terrible ordeal. But, um, so carnivore is going good. Um, I had some meat the other day where it was all tough, so I kind of ruined my meal, but steak last night was good. I'm gonna have some chicken tonight going to have to find a way to do some of my frozen chicken. Um, I may have to get some cheese and stuff because, I don't know, I'm just not liking chicken really that much. The chicken I got last night is prepared like has, like cheese on it and stuff, which I know isn't 100% carnivore, but it's better than nothing. And that's one thing I want to talk about, what, is, what are positives so far. So, um... So I've been doing a little a month now on Sean Baker. I always look at his posts on Twitter about what he's posting about, but one of the things um, I commented on was that uh, it's been over a month now and I've had no anxiety outbreaks and I haven't been on my medication. So that's a plus. Um, so that's good. And I also wanted to take some time to talk about my whole anxiety, about what it is for me. So maybe it might help someone else in the future. So that was kind of my carnivore update. Um, I'm going to roll into uh, my anxiety I want to talk about. Thank you. Okay, so I want to take this time to talk about my whole anxiety story and how it came to be, how I came to understand it. So, I don't know the exact time frame it started happening, but I want to say probably um, sometime after high school between I got married, um, which was uh, like a seven or eight year gap. But basically, um, I'd go through these periods where I could barely breathe and the breathing was like so hard out of the take deep breaths over and over again so after that happened a few times we started going to the doctor ran uh, cardio exams um the whole cardio echograms ekgs um so, so that was a heart doctor and then we went to a lung doctor for like asthma breathing tests um, I think we even went to some gastro doctors, look at stuff that way and everything was coming back perfectly clean bill of health, no problems whatsoever. Um, and that was with one doctor at group health for a couple years. Maybe I should have got a second opinion, obviously, but because it kind of led up to an event that, uh, was pretty bad. Um, so that was going on for a while. They gave me an inhaler. It kind of helped, but I think it was more placebo effect looking in the long run. Um, so I'd use that and thought I had some kind of asthma or something, but it was just a placebo effect. It never really like hundred percent helped, but, um, so fast forward, um, I get married and then, um, And then on our honeymoon, we're at Vegas, and um, we're at Old Fremont. Music's blaring, pounding, going crazy. I'm drinking. I'm having a good time. Nothing really out of the ordinary. I mean, I do get anxiety around a lot of people, but um, nothing particularly felt off. Um, And then that's when it happened. My heart started beating like crazy. Out of sync, super fast. I was freaking out. Um, it's probably the most scariest moment of my life. <sighs> kind of sad thinking about it, actually. I cry a little bit, but so um, speeding so fast, so out of sync. I think I'm going to die. Um, I try to find uh, someone to help me. Um, My wife's there, but I'm, like, freaking out. Um, I find a cop, um, and he obviously thinks I'm on drugs because I'm in Vegas. People are drinking. um, But I'm like, I need help. I need to go to the ambulance. I need to go to the hospital now. Um, So uh, he brings me off to the side. um, He calls an ambulance over. Firefighters are talking to me. Um, And I still remember there's this asshole fucking... Ambulance driver she's like are you sure Do you want to go to the hospital I'm like Why do you even fucking ask that question I mean I'm literally having uh, Atrial fibrillation Or whatever you call it kind of attack Of course I need to go to the fucking hospital Um Cause they, all these people in Vegas Obviously think you're on drugs Um which fucking kind of pissed me off But I'm like feel like I'm dying here So We go to the hospital she, you know, Messing up me on an IV so my fucking whole arm is bruised up um, and then I get there um, no one's really seen me for a while I mean kind of getting talked to you. I'm still kind of freaking out because I mean, my heart's not racing as fast but it's out of beat it's out of sync in which it does not feel good um, they won't let me let me get up to the bathroom because I think I'll pass out um, and then at one point we have probably like 15 or 20 doctors around me. And then they're telling me that because I'm young and healthy, um, that they want to try. So there's two things they could do. They can have me give some medication and eventually my heart should go back into rhythm. But this whole time I'm risking a stroke because you're, that's kind of like what, is when people have that problem, that's a big risk. Um, so uh, the other option is to shock me, which will basically take my heart out of rhythm and put back into sinus rhythm. I go with that option, and um, so they give me some medication to make me pass out. And then they shock me, and then um, I eventually wake up. I'm not sure if it's 10, 15, 30 minutes later. Uh, I feel 100% better, and um, I think it probably I was there a total of four hours. And I, they send me home. It's kind of strange. Uh, you'd think they would kind of monitor you, but I'm almost thinking these people think I was these people probably just think people are bad people over there, or maybe that's just, I mean, the ER wasn't really that busy. I don't think, but whatever the case. So going on now, that event was four years ago. I haven't had anything since. So, which makes me think it's an isolated event really to anxiety and over alcohol consumption, which I've not had a drink of alcohol since. Um, so that brings me, I get home, um, start scheduling doctor, we go to cardio cardiologist, and I had another cardio echogram, nothing wrong, EKGs, nothing wrong. So heart seems fine. And then the conclusion is it was down to alcohol, which I'm pretty convinced it's probably alcohol because I haven't had it since, no other events um, so it's not some kind of reoccurring problem which is good because I would not want a pacemaker or something like that because I feel like even though people can live healthy lives uh, it would probably freak me out because with anxiety and everything it probably I don't know it's a probably a combination of anxiety and alcohol consumption so with that um, so we still have, I've still been diagnosed with anxiety at this point um So I'm going back to work and, um, obviously with that event and something's going forward, um, one of these days, I don't know exactly what happened, but I could absolutely not breathe. I mean, this was the worst. I literally thought I was going to pass out. So I asked my boss, like, I need to go somewhere. I need to go to the doctor now, um, so he calls a uh, taxi. We go to like an urgent care, and I'm talking to the doctor there. I like, think at this point, it almost feels like I'm having some kind of uh, acid reflux, like my throat's really tight. But, um, so he kind of gave me some of the drink that didn't help. And then he kind of had the thought maybe it was anxiety. So he gave me, or he prescribed me, um, xanax so i go get that i take it and i think i remember feeling way better and at this point um, i tell my doctor about this and this is a different doctor than a few years ago um he uh prescribes me xanax he then puts me on some pills to take daily because xanax is not uh, a fix Obviously, anxiety medication is not fixed either. You need to find the root of the problem, which mine was weird because mine started with no kind of emotional kind of problem. I just started having breathing problems, just overall anxiety, general anxiety or whatever. So I uh, started taking those pills, everyday pills, and then he eventually switched me to clonazepam because, you know, I don't think he likes giving out Xanax, probably because the name recognition and... Uh, I think it's a little different than clonazepam, but clonazepam works for me. Um, so basically over the next, whenever that was, maybe 2016 to now, I've been taking 200 milligrams of sertraline a day, which has basically made no breathing episodes pretty much, um, Through that whole time If I do have some kind of episode And that's usually if I've had too much caffeine or something Or I have kind of get freaked out by something I take a clonazepam So within an hour um, My breathing problem goes away and I'm fine But basically I only get like 10 clonazepam And take that as needed Um, So pretty much at this point My anxiety is steady Episodes every once in a while Um, But before I was taking medication They are like not every day, but I mean, maybe every other day. So it's pretty rough. Um, so at this point, um, I'm taking medication, um, taking that. But then, so that's kind of my whole uh, story. So maybe you may not have anxiety per se, or you do have anxiety, but it may not show up in a different way. Like I thought I had breathing anxiety or breathing problems, like lung problems, heart problems, but it. It had to be related to anxiety because once I started taking the medication, it went away. Or if I do have a problem where I'm having a hard time breathing, I take that. I still have it until about the medication kicks in. And you know the medication kicks in because you feel good. So, um, so yeah, so... That's kind of my whole anxiety story, but I kind of wanted to wrap that into carnivore diet. So I've done a few diets in the past which have allowed me to go off anxiety medication. And there's only two diets so far. That's fasting, which in a way is an elimination diet because I'm taking out the things that were probably causing the breathing problems or anxiety problems or whatever. And then carnivore diet, which also eliminates most things. So, I am on carnivore for over a month now. I have not taken any medication. The only time I had to take medication was the very first week, which had some kind of major thing going on. Um, But ever since then, I haven't had any medication, but doing anxiety or uh, carnivore diet. Um, So, so far. Once I'm cured, obviously I'm going to keep clonazepam around just in case. But the daily medication I've been able to go out of, and it has to be out of my system by now, is over a month. I haven't told my doctor yet. Uh, I kind of don't want to talk to my doctor about it until I've actually lost weight too. I lost about 12 pounds. Um, I'm at 235 now. I want to get down to 200. That's when I would kind of want to tell them everything and what I've been doing and get blood work done. And if everything comes back good, then I'm good. Hopefully, let me stay in clonazepam just in case. Um, Because it still doesn't cure my root anxiety. I'm just probably an anxious person. Which I'm sure most people are But it kind of uh, probably affects me more aggressively Um, But yeah, so that's kind of how Carnivore Diet wraps into this discussion So that's kind of my whole story Um, Hopefully it could help you Or someone you know Um, Don't be afraid Uh, Just keep trying Keep trying to figure out Yeah Thank you guys for listening this is Nick, the IT guy, and I'll talk to you next time.